Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dotson, pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Beginning today in chapter 18 of the book of Matthew. Verse 12 goes on and says, what do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, doesn't he leave the 99, go to the mountains and seek that which has gone astray? If he finds it, most certainly I tell you, he rejoices over it more than over the 99 which have not gone astray. Even so, it is not the will of the Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. Certainly we are to clearly understand that Jesus herein is not suggesting that we should not care for the 99. What he is telling us is a basis for what our priority in ministry should be. Please note, however, that Luke's version uses the term lost, quote unquote. The sheep was lost, not run away on purpose. Those who rejected Christ and his teaching He never attempted to chase those folks down. Now some churches, and thus some pastors, lay their central focus on pampering the sheep. There are certainly plenty of churches that will go to great lengths to make you comfortable and at ease. Pastors that are available to the established flock 24-7. Pastors that will only tell you nice and pleasant things with a comforting arm around your shoulder. Then... There is the biblical pastor. That's the one that uses the word to, quote, say the things and exhort and reprove with all authority. Titus 2.15 And to reprove, rebuke, and exhort with all patience and teaching, 2 Timothy 4.2 But even more so, the pastor and church that goes, quote, out into the highways and hedges and compels them to come in that my house may be filled, in quotes, Luke 14.23 For we are all called to go into all the world and preach the good news to the whole creation. Mark 16, 15. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save that which was lost. Luke 19, 10. Go and make disciples of all nations. Matthew 28, 19. Verse 14 goes on and says, Even so it is not the will of your Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. So this is the Father's will, and therefore must remain our will, both individually as well as corporately. For there are little ones out there that are perishing, even as we are here at this moment today. Verse 15, if your brother sins against you, go and show him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained back your brother. Now this is our Lord's direction as to how we are to handle the inevitable being sinful creatures. Sooner or later, we are going to hurt each other. Now we could handle like the world, you know, with punches and guns, or lawyers and 30-year silent hatreds. But factually, the Lord expects more from us than he does from the world. He expects us to take it up between ourselves and the offender and to do so with words. 
The words, if he hears you, doesn't mean if he agrees with you, mind you, you know that you were right and he was wrong, because guess what? Well, sometimes when you absolutely think you're right, you're not. Wow, imagine that. The Lord instructs us elsewhere what should be the result of such a meeting. Colossians 3, verse 12 and 13 says this, Put on, therefore, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, a heart of compassion, kindness, lowliness, humility, and perseverance, bearing with one another, and forgiving each other. If any man has a complaint against any, even as Christ forgave you, so you also do. Verse 16 goes on and says, But if he doesn't listen, take one or two more with you, that at the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. Now sometimes, even between brothers and sisters, there can be no reconciliation. The offender will not back down. He will not budge from his position. Or the offended will not forgive. In these cases, we're forced to bring in extra troops. Now notice that there is nothing here that says we should pretend it didn't happen or just sweep it under the rug. That's not an option. On the contrary, we are to follow through until the issue is resolved. Now if these extra troops who are asked to be involved for clarity and mediation are not enough to bring the situation to a close, then extreme action is called for. Verse 18, if he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the assembly. If he refuses to hear the assembly also, let him be to you as a Gentile or a tax collector. Tell it to the church, really? Ouch. I mean, this is one of those very uncomfortable directives in scripture. The stuff that we know that the Bible tells us to do, but frankly, we're usually too scared or too uncomfortable or too intimidated to ever follow through with it. But you see, the church is to be, as in this case, the mediator in the dispute. If necessary, it is to be the corrector and frankly, even the disciplinarian. Such power and position is rejected today wholesale. It simply is not politically correct in our modern world to do this, yet we cannot dispute the words given herein by Jesus Christ himself. The church today, frankly, has left its biblical place as a peacemaker and a defender of the faith, and by doing so, they have allowed sin literally into their midst, something that Paul the Apostle had a lot to say about. We can read about it. 1 Corinthians 5.5, 5, 1 Corinthians 5.11 and 13, or through 13, 1 Timothy 1, verse 20, Titus chapter 3, verse 10. Now, this is no doubt part of the reason why some people work so hard at being in the church while being out at the same time. Some folks work very hard at skirting around out on the edges of the fellowship in hopes that the body will not discover their sin or their divisive spirit. These are the folks who get quite angry and indignant when approached by a pastor or leader concerning their open involvement in sin. Please note, this is, however, not a license to be a sin cop. 
or a sneaky spy in order to trap members of the flock in their shortcoming. This is an issue of transgression, and that should be very clear if the individual refuses to relent. This action for the offender is severe, and certainly it's hard to live with, as much as it is for the church to carry out. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim and JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.